Tariyatas, we are now going forward to the third section of the Tariyatas that we've been learning together. The first 15 were Chidushim Niflon Vinayroim Amamari Rabba Babrachana. Uh, then we had Torah 16, 17, and 18, which were the Ma'amore Mishtoi, which it seems at the, the last paragraph uh, at, at the end of last week, we said that there's going to be a couple more in the Tinyan and another section of Likut Meran. And now we're going to explore the next four Torahs, uh, certain statements from the Sifrid Ditzniusa. The the Sifrinitsniusa is actually five different uh prakim in in uh in, in the Zaire, a section that's in Parshish Truma. We're, over here we're only discussing four. There was actually another another statement from the Sifrinitsniusa that we explored in Tyra Bays. Uh I'm going to the, this Tyra I don't think is the easiest. I don't know if people are starting off uh, joining us over here or heard some of the earlier Tyras, so it's an interesting place to be uh jumping in, although uh wherever wherever we're at so i'm going to be relying uh, relatively heavily the primary the primary look around that i've uh, I'm, i rely on very heavily is the uh, four volume one from rabbi atia rabbi leo atia and also i have others uh user of heim kramer's note i'll try to mention where i'm getting anything from but certainly relying heavily on them uh in the note over here he mentions or atia mentions that uh a lot of that we're going to a lot of the concepts are abstract we're not necessarily going to be familiar with them but we're going to try to explore them to the extent that we can get something out of it and ground it in avoda some of these very lofty concepts he mentions or Shimra Yuchai, uh when he was compiling or different sections of the Zayar, he says that there's certain parts, like the same way that we have the Mishnah, Tarsh Pen, and we have the Gemara, Flesh It Out, so Rav Shimba Yochai also uh, explained certain in Yanim in the Sifr Ditzniusa, which, interestingly, the name, by the way, comes from uh, Pasuk and Mishle, Parakid Aleph, Pasuk Beis, says, V'estznuim Chachma, with modest is the wisdom, uh, not to be Megala Chachma, other than to those who are Tzanua B'maisav, the, so it's incredibly uh, obscure Obscure, the, it's the what we're going to be talking about when the Sifrit and Zusa in in uh, in general, and he points out over here that the three idras is idra Raba, idra Zuta, and the idra de Mishkana, These are like the Gemara on the Sifrit that's Niusa. So again, these are five prakim that connect the Chamisha Chamshe Taira. He brings over here also connect the Chamisha Partzufei of Atzilus. We've mentioned the idea of Spheris and Partzufim as uh, as part of our other discussion. We're not going to talk about it right this second. Um, but suffice it to say that the proc- that the prokma of Sifra Ditznusa, a certain section of the Zayar, uh, is uh, the secrets the secrets of the secrets, even within the Zayar, which is already Nistar, but even certain certain portions of the Zayar are like the 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 Mishnah to the Gemara, the Nigla to the Nistar, the Sifra Ditznusa is uh, is very much is is very much like that. Now, uh, Rav Chaim Kramer points out that this Torah was given in Shavuos, fifty five sixty four of the Hebrew date, or Wednesday, May sixteenth, eighteen o four. Okay, so that places that places the time, and he frames out some of the themes, things that are very critical, very fundamental. Again, not, not the way we're going to be starting to jump in. Some of the tiras that are longer, the the, the the concepts that get fleshed out in the tiras really are inherent all the way in the beginning and the first statements of each tira. Some of the tiras that are longer sometimes take a little bit longer to develop as you lay out all of the points and then begin tying them together. The uh, the way that Rav Chaim Kramer. Uh, 
uh, lays it out, the concepts that we're going to be discussing are hearing Torah directly from the tzaddik. So we discussed the, the part of what we're going to talk about over here really relates to things that we said in Torah Dalid and others about seeing the face of a tzaddik and giving the tzaddik tzaddik uh, and so forth. Hearing Torah directly from the tzaddik, we're going to be st- talking about Lashna Kaidesh, which we spoke about a little bit actually in last Torah, the, the Aleph Beis being the, the building blocks of the world, although we'll talk about Lashna Kaidesh even in a broader context of just the Lashna Kaidesh Hebrew uh, itself. But uh, Lashna Kaidesh, talk also about Tikkun Abris and the relationship between Tikkun Abris and uh, Tikkun and, and rectifying of one's speech. Uh, and all, as well as Chachma and the eating and Yerushalayim, we're also going to touch on the creation of Adam and Chava, as well as the Chait of the Eitz Adas uh, and Yosef's stay in Mitzrayim. Even though the uh, the Yantif of Shvuas is not mentioned explicitly, there's going to be concepts that are intertwined in what we're talking about. So they're going to be going to be an incredible Tyra as we start to explore it together. Uh, he starts off Isa Besifer Ditzneiusa. Pirka kad uh, sorry, Tyra test Fila the Havako Kanavi Al Shigyanois. The so the Pasika we start off with is Pasik and Chavakok. Vidhir points out that this is a tefillah that Chavako Kanavi was davening when it was nizgala to him, this idea, nevuah, of the aricha sapayim, the, uh, we'll translate it for now as patience, but uh, it's deeper than that, but that the uh, the, the aricha sapayim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has for Rishayim, that he gives them the the, the time, the space, that in, that if they would do tshuva, so then they would have mechila, and there's dainais, their intentional averis will be uh, converted for these purposes to Shkagais, okay, based on a Rashi Pitarga uh, on the Targum and Mitsudais. Isa Besifredits Neusa, so we're going to bring one of the Ma'amarim from Sifredits Neusa, Pirka Kadma in the first Perak, Ad Lohavi Miskala, until there was a Miskala, as long as there was no scale, Lohavi Mashkichan Apin Ba'apin. Uh, we're going to mention very briefly an idea, and we're really just going to save it for later to explore, because the Torah is going to really jump in, uh, not, not going directly on this, and we'll come back to it later. Uh, but at least just to explain in very, very broad terms how Kaddish Baruch Hu created the world, and the the idea is that we're supposed to relate to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and therefore there's there's a uh, infinite gap between the infinity, so to speak, between Ein Saifis and between where we are. So there's a whole system of Hishtalshalos, of the, the, the Sphiris and Partsufim, things that, we, that we've touched on before, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu created entire systems and Eilamais all the way from the initial Yeshmei Ayin and the initial uh, the, the, the initial symptom and, and creation of, of of something that would be the initial seeds of a Bria and developing and developing and becoming more and more gas in certain ways that A relates to B to C to D to E until we get to us so that we have a we have a bridge, we have a way that we are able to relate to things beyond us and, and uh, have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In terms of how HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, so we we talk in terms of spheres that a Kaddish Baruch Hu relates to us to the spheres. These are like the uh, the building blocks. Uh, I think Rav Avinoam Frankel I heard mentioned the relationship between spheres and partsufim as data 
to uh, to information, right? In other words, the something along those lines. There's the building blocks, there's the spheres, and partsufim are like a relationship. So if you if if you see a uh, if you know if you have an eye and a nose and a forehead, every single one of these stands on its own. But when you have a face, so then each one of the parts as relates to uh, as relates to the entire structure. So then it has its place there. Now when we usually usually, but if one has ever seen one of these charts of the spheres, one will see that there's Keser, Chachma, Bina, or Chachma, Bina, and Das, and then Chesed, Gvur, Tiferes, Netzachod, Yesod, and it'll be in, in sort of a, a shape where it lines up so that there's spheres that line up on the right, uh, Chesed, Netzach, and Haid, and then there are the spheres that are going to be on the left, and then there's spheres in the middle, which are going to be uh, Das, and Teferes, Yesod, and Malchus, and go down the line, and sometimes it's like a chart, and this this expresses the relationship between the spheres, so that we usually think about Chesed as being, as being represented on the right, and Gvura on the left, and then you have the Mamutza, and you have the line in the middle. That relationship, he's referring to over here, as being the uh, the miscala the scale it's like there's something in the middle and then there's and then there's a, like think about like a, a, a pan scale there's something in the middle and then there's something in the right and something on the left the the way that so therefore that gives us a hechatimt it gives us a way of avod it gives us a way of tikkun as hakadosh baruch Hu created the world the spheres were not initially rolled out, so to speak. Again, very, very high level. I, to whatever level, I don't even know that I'm ready to speak about it. These spheres were not rolled out in this shape or form. Again, we think in shapes just so that we have something to talk about. Obviously, everything is just totally Batayra's mashal. It wasn't rolled out in this relationship. It was rolled out initially in Chad Samcha. So the, it was more of a there's a difference between the uh, the first three spheres, Kesar Chachman Bina, and then the next ones. But essentially, all those spheres of Chesed Gvur Teferes, Netzachod Yisod, and Malchus were not rolled out in this relationship in order to have a relatable uh, Tikkun and Avoda, but rather they started off in a linear fashion. And then there was a uh, a stage called the Shviras Hakelim. And then when they built back up, they built back up in this relationship in order to give us uh, in order to give us Avoda. If that if that doesn't make any sense to us now, that's okay. Um, um, but the point is, is that once it was in this form, this shape, this relationship, where there was Navoda, it'll it allowed. It, it, it allowed the function of Yehudim and Zivugim in, in, in order for there to be some sort of productive avoda and to affect some sort of tikkun. We're going to come back to all of that. So for now, we're going to suffice it to say that until there was this miskal, until there was uh, until this was there was this relationship and how we're able to relate to these spiritual ideas, the way that Akadosh Baruch Hu relates to us and affect our avod and affect this form of tikkun, lo havamashkim apen ba'apen, there wasn't a relationship of face to face. Again, Kabbalistic term, the, the the description, the the translation of face to face doesn't mean anything other than to say that when two things are facing each other, that gives a hechatimza for a, for a, for a yichud for these two ideas to get together. There's a mashpia makabel; they can form a shleimus, and then there can and then they can have a productive relationship. The idea of having uh, this this avoda and being able to affect these yichudim only happened after that stage of where the spheres had this relationship and not before. Now let's take a step back. Jump into the Torah Mehaschala and see where we uh, see where we go with it. We'll, we're going to do our best. It says paragraph Aleph in Likute Likute Maran. We're now going to explain why is it that there is a, a reason to travel to a tzaddik. I can 
I can stay at home, especially with travel being difficult. People might miss minyanim. There might be an element of of bittul Torah. Certainly, there's a tzad to say: Should I sacrifice uh, Torah and growth in order to go to the tzaddik? I could stay here. I have I have my safer. We have our shiurim. What benefit is there of going to the tzaddik? Kikasha lehaaylam. People have a question. Why should I travel all the way to the tzaddik, giving up seemingly all of the spiritual growth, all of the avoda that I can have, very tough trip, to go here directly from a tzaddik? I can, right now, we're learning Sfarim. There's actually an incredible toyeles of going to the tzaddik. Now, so literally it says that there's a difference between one who hears directly from the tzaddik, directly from the source. The, the tzaddik is, is, is a living tyro with his level of his spotless. The tzaddik embodies that the, the personality is literally uh, that, that he incorporates Ratzon Hashem so that the tzaddik is at the highest level. This is the, uh, the, the medium through which we are able to connect. This is a godly person. When somebody is able to go to the tzaddik, and we're going to explore that more in a second, that has one impact on a person when somebody when 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 a second person visits the tzaddik and he's macabre from the tzaddik and then that person who himself is not on that level but that person goes and gives it over to a third when the third person receives it there's something missing in the transmission there's something missing in the translation in the giving over the ideas giving over the growth giving over the avoda and whatever can be accomplished by receiving from a tzaddik there's a big difference between having that direct relationship with the tzaddik and then even the second one uh, certainly certainly and this uh, you know th- this I think any of us can relate to there's a difference between experience something oneself and even if you can give it over in incredibly vivid terms and incredibly uh, accurate description if I experience something and then I get you excited about it, I tell it over, but I convey my experience to you, there's a very, very big difference between the person who experienced it himself and the one who heard it over. So now you could think that the, I mean, the tzaddik is is the ultimate, you know, experiencing a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but the tzaddik to the extent that this is our this is our medium with which to connect within, you know, the, the human realm to somebody who is the the embodiment of, of a living Sefer Torah, Tamar Chacham, Tzaddik, Gadol Adar, when when we encounter the tzaddik, that's one experience. When another person receives from the tzaddik and gives it over, that is not the same experience. And when then that person gives it over, so it, it goes down, it goes down in levels. And therefore, to the extent that there's what to be gained from encountering the tzaddik, aside from just what he has to give over and the tyra that he has to give over, this experience is not replicated by uh, by encountering the tzaddik's talmidim or those who who uh, receive from tzaddik, it's much better than anything down the line. And we'll see. Even there's an element uh, of that that's better from from reading the svarim, which the svarim that we're uh, that we're that we're learning right that we're learning right now. So uh, there's there's definitely a benefit that is not replicatable, not just in terms of uh, the ideas and the chidushim of the tzaddik by visiting the tzaddik. We don't yet know what that is, 
so again, mipishemayik yored b'chol pam midarga lidaga rochok mipiyatzadik v'chein ben hashemayim mipiyatzadik l'mayim b'sefer, and even one who's reading the ideas, the musr that the tzadik says, uchilak gadol biyosur, it's even further removed. It's it's uh, really translating from what the experience of it is and what the ideas are. Now, I guess what one could say is that when we when we are learning the ideas of a tzaddik, what we're doing is we're trying through to put our mind to connect with these ideas such that we're go, it's going to touch us and we're going to have an experience. But in terms of reading the words of somebody else, the ideas, that's lacking this idea of, uh, that's lacking this idea of transmitting the experience. Now, the, the, some of these ideas are going to, uh, it, says, uh, it says over here in another title, and Tinyana Tarasamachvav. So Bez Hashem will get there. But we did discuss in Tiradal that I'm just going to pull out the uh, the Kitzelikut Maran for a second just so that we can remind ourselves. We talked about the idea of saying Vidoy in front of the Tzaddik and uh, having one's path clarified, being able to attach oneself to one's, avo, one's own Avodah through connecting with the Tzaddik. And we explained three different ideas in connecting with the Tzaddik. We talked about just seeing the tzaddik, which right now we're actually going to focus on that, uh, as well as giving tzedakah, and then uh, and then it, w- the different uh, ideas that a person would be able to rectify themselves through, one, seeing a tzaddik, and number two, giving a tzaddik tzedakah, as well as saying vidoy in front of a tzaddik, where the, uh, the tzaddik Hamchachm would be able to direct him on the right path for him and clarify uh, what he has to work on, what his areas of tikkun are. So that's definitely a Torah worth going back to for some of these ideas. But in any event, Perak Bays, some of the benefits of, of being by a tzaddik, and also of looking at the tzaddik. Now, there's a little bit of a uh, of a difference in the girsa here. The way that the our text says we're going to be talking about any individual. We're all trying to purify ourselves to the extent possible. Any individual purifying his panim so that his own face, as it were, shines like a mirror. Other manuscripts focus more on the idea that only the tzaddik is the one who has this shining face, as it were. I know it sounds a little bit out there, but we'll we'll try to ground it. Um, and that the the only way to uh, to encounter this idea is when one comes face to face with the tzaddik. But um this is the idea that when one purifies himself to to this degree, so then their face their face shines out. In other words, what, what's what's a what's a face? A face is a and again this is a little bit my take. A face is a personality. There's a facial expression. If you, there's whether it's whether it's dealing with other people in the context of chinuch in the context of a business relationship of an, of an interview. There's an entire studies of thought in terms of body language and in terms of facial expressions. Tell whether the person's telling the truth or lying what they think about. When a person is kol kuloi ratzen Hashem, kol kuloi taira, so then what, what is it that their face represents? Their face, uh, and again, this is my understanding, their face essentially represents MS, Tayelis. If 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 I am if if I am going to somebody else, and again, and we we're not going to talk about it at least right now. I don't know later in the Torah about saying vidu in front of the Tamil Chacham. But when I'm going to connect to another personality, somebody who's going to take an interest in me, somebody who's going to empathize with me, and their personality, their look is kol kulei Taira, kol kulei emes, kol kulei Hashem, and they are going to relate to me on a personal level. 
So then I am literally going to, this, again, unique, you were talking about Yechidim Shevedar. I am going to be able to reflect back on myself to, to understand the, the tachlis, the te'elis of what a human being can be, of what a mensch can be, of what an adam can be. And even without any specific musr, when I, this is really the, 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 the maila, you know, not any specific acts. When we talk about, let's say, g'daylim, g'daylim biographies as, uh, in, as, uh, you you know, basically Musr's farm. It's not a lot of the acts are are, are simon and not sibo. It's it's not a matter of any when, when we talk about a lot of the stories or things that these uh, these individuals, some of them, you know, achieving on the basically malachim on earth. But with so, some of the things that these people did, this batlus, the way that they were mavatel themselves to the tzibur, they just put themselves out. You can't replicate that because you're not holding there. For you, it would be a charade. These are just simonim. They're statements of where they were holding. I think an example that I've used before, I didn't read it inside, but somebody told over that uh, particular gadol, the, the, uh, when, when he, would, he was so conscious of certain things, when he would boil an egg, so then he would end up using the water for his coffee. Okay, to us, that doesn't even sound like a regular hanhaga. This per- it, it didn't occur to me. He wasn't going to waste the water you know, from his background, where he was from. There was, there was a value for resources. There was no reason not to use it. It didn't occur to him to be wasteful. Whatever it represented on his level, which is totally beyond us, if I say, I'm going to be a gadol, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to start using the water from the hard-boiled egg for my coffee, that makes no sense. That's not going to get me anywhere. It's just going to be too divorced from my personality for any real growth. And if anything, I'm just going to be fooling myself and others. And at worst, it's just going to be it's just going to be totally silly. But when you when you have a person that 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 you have all these statements and it builds up into a person that doesn't live for himself, he doesn't even identify with his own personality. He identifies with Rutz and Hashem, and then he's able to empathize with me. Somebody recently told me that they were having a conversation with, uh, with, with an incredible, incredible Adam Gadol Adma Od, and they 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 had a previous uh, previous engagement with the person, but it was years later, and they called because they were going through a particular uh, time, you know, uh, with whatever it was, Shalom Bias, children. They called the person and they started to describe what they were going through. This Adam Gadol, who at his time was maybe in his 70s, started to speak back, related a similar experience that he had early on in his marriage and started crying on the phone out of empathy for the person that he was speaking to, making him feel that it was an entirely entirely human experience that it was an entirely human experience and that that uh you know it was a a safety zone that the that the gadol knew what he was going through and the the entire load of the person just was you know it was no no it wasn't self-conscious it wasn't anything when a person encounters a gadol when a person encounters a person whose face is personality the encounter is Totally is totally kalkulai ratzon Hashem. Tzarech lezakech as a panam sheyuchal kol echad liroi says panav. A person should purify his own face, or again, depending on the gear, so the tzaddik does this. That anybody would be able to see his face, but panam shelai. That a person can. It's it's a reflecting. It's a mirror. I see this tayelas. I see this living statement of tachlis k'moy b'mara. As if I'm looking in a mirror, I see the tzaddik and I see the ruchnius. I see my ratzon shining back at me, what I have to work on, I'm able to see his potential is different than my potential, but I'm able to see a statement of pure potential and relate it to my own, uh, to my own self without, you know, all of my, all of a sudden, all my other ideas, excuses, etc., melt away. 
Chavera, it could be that it is a gears and not gears. Again, depending whether we're talking one person looking at tzaddik, one person looking at another. Only that he's looking at this face of the tzaddik, the one who's purified his face to such a degree. Through looking at the tzaddik's face, it's as if he's 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 looking at, at the pure statement of the shaman and he reflects it back in himself. And he realizes he can't understand. You know what's holding me back. He's able to really identify the R versus the Chayshech, uh, and and, uh, and and relate that to himself in a meaningful way. He's going to understand what what it is that got in the way, what the the foolishness of of his own deeds and things that he has to work on. Now, paragraph Gimel. So we're now going to speak about the tzaddik. We, the the the, uh, the concept of seeing oneself in the face of a tzaddik is not going to be mentioned again until much later on in the Torah. Of Chaim Kramer points out, but actually we're going to shift now into explaining how the tzaddik goes about attaining this shining countenance. How the tzaddik, the person, uh, goes about attaining this idea of the zikuch in his uh, in his face and his panim, and then we're going to eventually return to the topic and the necessity, the value of hearing Torah directly from a tzaddik. So, paragraph Gimel. So, where is it that a tzaddik uh, is able to attain this purity, this face? This is going to be in Lashen HaKadosh. Now, or, or it's going to relate to Lashen HaKadosh. Rav Chaim Kramer, uh, Kramer in the note points out, again, the, the idea of Lashen HaKadosh. We're going to speak more, but the, the uh, he brings from some of the Mepharshim that it's not, not only Lashon HaKadosh, it's the idea of purity of speech. So for some, that might express itself in using his own words and his own language, but working on on, on the, the purity of speech, no Lashon Hara, not expressing oneself in anger, talking his Baidadus, talking directly to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, words that are associated with Taira and Mitzvahs and connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Well, certainly the purest, uh, the purest expression of that is going to be, uh, is going to be Lushen Hakaidash. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to mention one idea, but not, not to go too off topic, but only because I think that it helps. It's it's a shir that I heard from Van Lopiansky, uh, recorded, and I, I he was talking about something else. He was talking about a machlekes between the Rambam and the Ramban uh, about I, I think it's a Ramban and Kisisa. Uh, the, but but it talks about Lashna Kaidesh. But why is Lashna Kaidesh called uh, called Lashna Kaidesh? And one of the opinions is, I think this is the Rambam, that there are no inappropriate Lashinais in in, in Lashna Kaidesh. The way that we even sometimes you'll see a Lashin of Davar Acher, right? There's no Lashinais for Mishkal. There's there's no Lashinais for for things that would seem to be. Uh, certain types of of tuma in the within the language itself. So as Ravon Lopiansky, and this is this jumps out at any of us that the truth is that words attain meaning through usage. If you think about words that are that that we relate to as inappropriate words in our own language, a lot of the words don't be'etzem mean anything. There, it's a certain word designation. Sometimes those words were even innovated as a nice way of referring to something, and then over time, since that word become associated with a negative concept, then the word took on a negative meaning. So what does it mean that, well, the language is inherently, you know, as you're saying, Lashon HaKadosh, something inherently Kaidish about the language because there's no words that relate to certain types of ideas. So give it time, and then those words will be associated with, uh, you know, with, with, with other ideas. And he explained, and this is gonna, this is going to be helpful, I think, as we as we continue on, that language 
language creates a it's fit for and it also creates a structure in how you think about certain things but it's fit it's fit for some things so the example that i believe he gave is maybe it was in the 70s i could really look it up um there was a time that uh that america was going to move over to the metric system so if uh this way that i remembered if i'm misquoting then i apologize but the idea is true even if the story is a little bit off that that america was going to switch oh the u.s was going to switch over to the metric system so it says the things being you know inches and then there's tw- it's 12 inches to a foot uh, and then you know it's it's we're going to switch over to things being in decimal there was going to be um centimeters you know meters and and things would be in a system of 10 it would relate to the rest of the world and things being in a system of of decimals and tens would be much easier but what was the problem the problem was that all of the you know anything from telephone poles to the machinery anything that already had a system where it was measured in the old way of doing things or the nature of how big a screw it's a one inch screw a two inch screw a one and a half inch screw if you would convert that into the decimal system then it wouldn't be clean anymore it would be you know one and 0.68 centimeters it, it, it would just become incredibly confusing so what we're saying is that in order to have a system that works, the language, the, the 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 measurements have to relate to what it is that you're talking about. Lashon Hakodesh is a language that's fit for kedusha. If you were going to talk about things that were tumah, the language itself doesn't fit. Lashon Hakodesh is inherently a language that lines up with with Taira, with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, with MS, with with Divrei Kedusha. And therefore, it's true. You could retrofit it. You could take words from Lashna Kaidesh and apply them to a concept in order to have a point of reference for something that's not inherently Kaddish. But the language of Lashna Kaidesh is not fit for something that's not Kedusha. Now, the, 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 I'm going to leave it at there for now. I, I want to jump back into the Torah and then I want to flesh this idea out a little bit more. So he says, paragraph Gimel, Ki Goidel. The value that Lashon HaKadosh was created, uh, that the world was created with Lashon HaKadosh, we saw, we saw in Taira Yudches, paragraph 5, if I can just uh, swing there for a second, um, we talked about, uh, I think it was, a, uh, we said from Sefer Yitzira, Shlesha Avonim Boinai Shishabatim, we talked about Avonim, we talked about the stones, the building blocks, and we said that those were the letters of, uh, the letters, and we, we spoke in many earlier Taira's about the letters and the Nakud is really representing um, re- really representing different ideas in the Bria and being the makeup of what we have around us. So this, the value of Lashon HaKadosh is, is that the world was created with Lashon HaKadosh. This is brought, it's a medrash that's already brought by Rashi, uh, going to, back to Parshish Parashish, that this is why Isha was called, why is a woman, why is an Isha called an Isha? Because she was taken from an Ish, Lushen Neifel Lushen, which loosely means that it's a play on words. Although we'll see the panemius of this this statement of Lushen Neifel Lushen, Mikan Shenivra Eilam Belushen Akaidesh. That in other languages an Isha is not uh, is not necessarily called to, such a similar word to an Ish and an Isha. Right to the extent that we say Ish and Isha is both uh, with without the, an Ish has a Yud and an Isha has a has a Hey. And it, so if you put the Yud and the K together, so then you have Ish and an Isha. You have a Shalom bias. If you take out the Yud and the K, there's Ish. Okay. 
but you have the ish and the isha are, are especially you know with Hakadosh Baruch in it. But the the language is so similar because they're be'etzem, they're be'etzem the same. Adam Adam was giving names to different things in the bria. Adam gave the name isha to an ish. Why? Why? Because this in Lashna Kaidesh an Isha was called an Isha was called such a similar word because a woman is Ba'etzem similar to a man, or at least uh, the, you know, in, in the fact that they're both, you know, two sides of the same coin, that together they create the, the Shlemus. We know that Adam was created as one and then uh, split up in the Gemara talks about it in different ways, split up into a man and a woman to show that really be'etzem together they're a shleimus, uh, and then uh, you know, and then they were split up that, that each one has has their role in life. But the the fact that Adam read that in Lashna Kaidesh Ish and Ish are so similar is because be'etzem they were coming from one bria, and that shows that since we like we discussed in last Tyra last week, I think that the idea that these the letters and the words are the building blocks of the world. So this is indicative of the idea that the building that that the that the world was created in Lashna Kaidesh that it lines up that each and each are really bets in the same thing that reflects itself that reflects itself in the language. So that this language, this Lashna Kaidesh, these letters and words that are really bets in the building blocks of creation, that the the Chafbeis Isis, that the Hestakal Baraiso Bara Alma, these words that are the that that, that are the Aleph Beis of the Torah itself, this really ties in much deeper if you take a step back in your Mizbainein. Except we're going to move on now. Um, the idea that the that the Torah really be'etzem represents uh, that the Torah is MS and that the world really be'etzem is there as an expression of MS. Everything else, okay. So in the short term, we have the koychas and the koychas because we have challenges and we have to beat those challenges so that we could have schar. But the truth is, is that everything else is really just a distortion. It's a retrofit. It's a distortion from the concepts and the reality that Kodesh Baruch Hu put into the world that now makes it seem like there's a facade that there's a an alternate reality, an alternate system of values. The truth is, is that the Torah, uh, the Torah is is MS. The 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 only the the words Lashna Kaidesh Be'etzem is designed. That's why it's Lashna Kaidesh. There's no real room for anything else other than to distort it into sort of like retrofit, which again, Akadosh Baruch Hu had his reasons why there's Ra in the world, and there's Kaychas and there's Yetzahara, and there's a Satan, and the Nachash, and the Chetarisha, and all of this. So it gives us a Makam for Avodah to get closer to Akadosh Baruch Hu. But this is in line with what we're saying. Chava. Now, if this is an Isha and Isha, where does Chava come from? What, what, what are we giving her, what are we giving her other, uh, other names for? Bechinas. Velaila lelaila yechaved. It's a pasuk in Tehillim. Yom liyom biaymer velaila lelaila yechavedas. The word yechave that is uh, is a remez to the idea. The idea of yechave to relate is dibur, which means. So what we're getting just from that pasuk in Tehillim is that the lashon of yechave, which is the same lashon of chave, relates also to lashon akaidish. So what we have over here is the idea of isha compared to nish. That's and that's showing the idea of of that the world was created with lashon akaidish. Building blocks of the world. This idea of yechava, yechava is also relating to the idea of dibur, which we see from the usage of the word in this pasuk in Tehillim. And therefore, so that the name chav and the name isha are really coming from one inyan, which is showing us that lashna kaidesh is the language, the building blocks that the world was created from. Vizat, this idea that the name isha and chava 
our uh, expressions and relating to Lashna Kaidish, Bechinas Lezosi Kare Isha Zois is Hainu Hadibor, the Ikamai Vizois Asher Diber Lehem. So we see that the word Zois relates to Dibor. Uh, and uh, so Adam was giving a reason why is he calling why is he calling this woman Isha because Zeis because of Zeis is a Bechina of Dibor Zeis Yikare Isha because of Zeis because of Lashna Kaidesh I'm giving the name Isha to express that Isha and Isha are coming from the same thing to show through the expression of, of Lashna Kaidesh this was the world that the, 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 the language the building blocks that the world was created from so through a person using the idea of Lashna Kaidesh, uh, again, you know, like what's a language if nobody speaks it? In other words, the, the, the language uh, literally, uh, besides, besides for a language being representative of what it's talking about, the language also shapes our, our, our thoughts, right? A language is fit for something. I think they say, I don't know if it's true that Eskimos have like, you know, seven words for snow or ice, right? We have Gilarina, Ditsa Vechedva, Lashna Kaidesh has, you know, multiple words for the idea of, of Simcha. Whatever subtleties are in a particular culture are also ex- are expressed in the language. And then because of the way that you you, uh, when when you learn to speak, and then you take on an understanding and a sensitivity for the subtlety to language, that's also actually going to provide you for for different ways of thinking about something. So really, uh, the idea of lashna kaidesh, learning lashna kaidesh, again, the, one of the mafarshim talks about using language in general for kedusha, and that would also be. Uh, subsumed within this idea of lashon kaidesh, but it's not what we're focusing on right this second. Valide lashon hakaidesh. Through this, roimimanu mikol halashaynais. Right, we have in our tefillah tavachatanu mikol am mahavta son rotisabanu romantanu mikol halashaynais. Romantanu mikol halashaynais is not just. I mean, it seems sort of like you know arbitrary. This is this is Hakadosh Baruch who chose us, and he and he raised us up from the other. Languages that that's that's what we have to focus on. It's a more what? It's a nicer language. It's a cleaner language. But now we're saying that the lushan is both a simon and almost a siba itself. It's the it, it, it's a indicative of and almost a it goes into the cause itself of a culture of uh, uh, how a person you know how people relate to each other to the world you know even different languages have different sound some languages are you know more romantic sounding some are gruffer sounding it, it, literally it, it almost like forms a person's mentality maybe so he says that the other languages we said before Lushan Neifel al Lushan, that we related to that as saying it's a figure of speech that one language falls, it you know, it, it matches up to the other one. Over here we're saying that the other Lashinais, the other languages slash cultures fall to Lushan Akaidish. Now, given the way that we've been talking about this, this sits very well. It makes it makes sense. Why? Because when you have truth Every, uh, and you have the building block of what, you know, the, the true language that mats, it matches up to the architecture of the world and Ratzin Hashem. So everything else is really a facade. It's representative of other cultures and other ideas, which are really just distortions of truth. Again, there's a reason that Akash Baruch Hu created the other languages and other cultures and gullus and things that we have to go through in order to achieve our, our tachlis and tayelas. However, at its core, when things, similarly we said that when a person meets up with the tzaddik, when somebody reaches, encounters, 
encounters pure truth, everything else falls away. So the Lashon HaKodesh is much more, much more raised up. It's on another level. It's another tier. It's much more attached to the core, to the, to the core, the root of creation, than any of the other languages or cultures. Hainu Harashi that the other ra, the other the the other um, negative char- character traits and and, and uh, elements of the culture of other uh, peoples, all of those. And therefore, Klal Yisrael, if we're you know plugged in, doing what we're supposed to be doing, there's no achiza, there's no attachment point of anything else. If you know an example that I've used many times before, but I continue to use again because it makes sense to me. If we and you can have a discussion about the right approach to a problem, but it, once you arrive at the idea that you truly understand, you know, two plus two is four. So then now, if somebody else comes and they start having an argument, well, two plus two is five. It's not that we have an argument and you win. The other, the other position falls away. If you understand the building blocks of truth and of the world, so then somebody says, "Oh no, that's not important. Uh, beauty, uh, abstract art. That's really an expression of beauty." Tyra's an expression of beauty somebody somebody throwing paint at a wall and coming up in some in some sort of a weird picture that's you know that's an expression of beauty because you have to train yourself to look at this uh, you know i guess you can twist yourself into a pretzel and see some sort of a a beauty in something else but like why would i want to all of that is fake i'm i'm just sort of like coming up with a different framework for anything if it's not tied into ms it's irrelevant and therefore once we're plugged into truth that the uh, Ra of the other Umos falls to Lushan HaKadosh, falls to Klal Yisrael. Vera Kailel. So now, okay, so now taking a step back. So every, there's there's a certain Ra, a certain negative character trait, a certain negative culture to all these different things, and there's 70 nations, and uh, and Lashon HaKadosh is is really the truth. It's a different. It's not just another. It's not just another language. We're not Chas V'Shalom, the 71st nation. We are raised. We're in a different tier. We're just totally at the top of the pyramid, and everything else is some element, some distortion uh, of of uh, of language, of culture, of truth, and we're and we're different. Is there anything that are each one of these things just you know hand to hand combat all, all all over the place, or is there some thread that ties together that's you know incorporated within inclusive of all expression an expression of all of the negative distortions through everything the the universal the comprehensive ra right if, even if we think about it if i was going to ask you you know what what de- drive desire encompasses the idea you have a desire for the x and you have a desire for y what expresses a universal desire you know in an intellectual way there's a, there's a vodazara you know where your thoughts are just off cast is where you're just out of control because something didn't meet your expectations what desire i know the right thing what desire is it that when i engage in that desire it's so burning within me that even for a few moments of pleasure everything goes out goes out the window every other every other priority in life is all of a sudden takes a back seat to just feeding a burning desire the haraha kailal shakalaro shall shivim lush and klulin by again it's universal it's comprehensive the hainu taveiras hamadura this lushin is coming from a quote from the zayar but it's this burning it's this burning bonfire shall taivas neofitsti the sexual urge 
uh, that that and that is that becomes the Raha Kailal. Now the uh, the we're gonna read from Rav Chaim Kramer's note over here. He says Lashna Kaidesh subdues immorality. Now, really, the only thing that could really, if a person really, really had truth, right, that's the only thing plugged in so so that, let's, let's use a a little bit of a, uh, of a, of a muscle, um, see if, you know, see if it helps us think about it, a man, if it's, and if it's not, then don't worry about it, you know, let's assume that a person had a tremendous taiva for a particular woman, I think I've used the muscle before, a taiva for a particular woman, and, you know, he's literally, his business is suffering, his uh, relationships are suffering, he has a taiva for this particular, and he's willing to put everything on hold, and then all of a sudden, he overhears, for a fact, he, he knows the truth, that this woman really has her own significant other, and they're plotting that she should seduce uh, the the person that we're talking about because she wants to get his bank account information or whatever it is. And he knows this truth. Now, when he encounters the woman, the desire would take would take a back seat. Right, that all of a sudden the desire would totally would totally fall out the window. It's not that he would now want to just like you know jump in and put his business on hold and put everything on hold to get together with this woman. At that point, once a person really is tied into truth, then the 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 desire itself will fall away. He'll become disgusted. He'll become disgusted with her, disgusted with himself. Can't believe that he was ever so stupid. Everything is going to ring hollow. Right, once a person is plugged into truth, other things fall away. And therefore, Rav Chaim Kramer's note says that Lashna Kaidesh, which is the building blocks of the world, this subdues immorality because this subdues the evil in the language of all nations, which again, coming together, uh, the, the, the factor that represents all of the desire is Neof, it's the, uh, the sexual urge. The uh, he points out that the man Achal says that we already suggested it because the way that one can subdue his his lust is through marriage in kedusha kedas Moshe v'Yisrael and therefore by marrying an isha binding oneself kedas Moshe v'Yisrael through lashna kaidesh uh, through halacha so then when one when one binds ish to isha through marriage in this context of lashna kaidesh of the Torah so then that subdues also the taiva the, this taiva for uh, for lust but be that be that as it may. The uh, the this neof is uh, again. Sorry, lost my place. Because the Hainu Tavairas Hamadura shall Tavas Neof Shakol Shivim Lashim Mishukana Kulunbo that the all of the desire for all the seven nations is kolul within Tavas Neof Noifelum is battle of Ein Loshlita Ide Lashna Kaidesh through Lashna Kaidesh like we've, we're trying to explain so that it all falls through Lashon Hakaidesh uh, all of the the Tavas Neof period. This is the idea of this fire of Shivim Kaychavim. This means like the Shivim, uh, the 70 nations. Every nation has a mazal, it has a star, it links up with some sort of a spiritual power. He's coming off of a uh, quote in the, in the Zayar. The Ra, the universal Ra, that's, uh, that's inclusive of the 70. It's this burning desire for, uh, for loss. Shakol Hashivin Umais Klulinbai, that all of the 70 nations and 70 cultures that each have their own individual distortion of reality, their own individual set of priorities and distorted truths, they are all really included within this universal idea, this desire uh, where 
everything takes a back seat to it. Uh, fine. So now, the Pasuk in uh, in by uh, by the Meisner Kava says we might be somewhat familiar with it if anybody's seen the beginning of Tanya. So even in the very first parak already, when he starts talking about the three types of klipa, and then there's the fourth is klipas noiga, and the shamas of the umos, and the shamas of klai Yisrael. So he references this as well. There was a storm wind coming from the north. Anon Gadol, a big cloud. Lakachas, a burning fire. So those would be like the three, uh, the three expressions of klipa. Whatever this means. And there was like a, a shining noiga around it to mitaycha kein chashmal. From within it, there was a chashmal mitaycha esh. Very, very obscure. Uh, obscure pasuk. So I'm going to use Rav Chaim Kramer's note just for now. Enough, hopefully, just that we can, you know, have a little bit of an idea. And again, as the Torah goes on, I think we're going to tie a lot of these concepts together. He quotes from Isaiah that says that at the end of the sixth day, there's a northern, there's a northern star that begins to burn brightly together with the with the other 70 stars and it encompasses them so this is going to be uh, this idea of a fire that overwhelms that comes to uh, that, that that comes to the, the where the first star becomes this fire that incorporates all of the other stars and the Zaire continues that the sixth day from what we just said at the end of the sixth day this star begins to burn brightly together the sixth day which, by the way, was on uh, Erev Shabbos. This is the day of the Chet Rishon, the day that Adam and Chava were created. We, we've talked about that the Nachash wanted to, uh, wanted to saw, saw and had, wanted to be with Chava, etc. She says that the sixth day represents Yesaid. We always talk about Yesaid. It's Adik Yesaid Eilam. Yesaid is Yosef, or control on Shmiras Habris. Again, we don't don't try to remember this. Don't try. We're really just saying a little bit Rashi Prakim, um, and hopefully we're going to be able to connect the dots so but but in this context we're talking about uh we're talking about this taiva for neif this the sexual taiva being incorporated incorporating everything and then we're going to link it together with this idea of of chashmal which is in the uh which is in the maizam recover so we're just going to mention so this idea the sixth day which is in the realm of yasaid the yasaid through through the spheres, Yisaid is what uh, what is Kailal, If you would think about a funnel, the bottom of the funnel, all of the different spiritual energies from all of the spheres filter into the bottom through Yisaid. Right, Yisaid is going to represent by by Shmir Sabris. That's where the that's where the place where there can be zivig. That's going to promote uh, the the yichud and the zivug, and where you're able to uh, to to get together and have productivity, give over to be mylid things. So at that point where Yisoyed is going to give over the Shefa, it encounters these powers of of, of Turma, these powers of Rav, Klipa, which want to take the Shefa for themselves. So at the sixth day, at that point, that's where there's this tre- tremendous burning fire, which is going to be the Neophor. All of a sudden, when a person finally is going to be productive, give over the Shefa in the right direction, all of a sudden, that's where there's going to be a tremendous burning desire that's going to try to redirect it. And the 70 stars, he says, correspond to the 70 nations and their their spiritual forces, their mazalos, their their guardian angels, the Kaychavim, right? We said Shivim Kaychavim, which unite to try to stand up against the Kedusha of uh, of Yisrael.
And this is ultimately right before the onset of the first Shabbos, when the six days are going to go uh, go forward into Shabbos. Again, ideas far beyond us. He further, the Rav Chaim Kramer further discusses the uh, the terms in the Pesukim by Yecheskel as representing the forces of of Klipa, uh, relating them to like an Arla that's trying to hold back uh, the Shefa, the productivity from going forward. And uh, but if that if the Noiga is able to attach itself to the Chashmal, so that's something that's going to subdue all these forces of Klipa. If this makes no sense that's okay we just put it in our back pocket for now and forget about it but little by little just attaining some sort of a familiarity of you know something some of these things that come up uh, so that we will start uh, making sense out of it but our most important thing is to try to relate to these concepts for our avoda for where we are better to but better to do something right and truthful and understand it where we are than to you know with a little bit of a taste of something you know right beyond where we are than to get confused in, in things that we just don't have a, a basis to to integrate and have uh, any real understanding so that we're just going to read in our understanding to it Okay, so back. So this idea, what Yechezkel saw by the Navi, by the Maishim Merkava, of a chashmal, what a chazal say, chayos eish mimalalois, that uh, Rashi says, kishahin medabros eish yoytze midibura, and they are fire-speaking creatures. We don't know what it means. What What is this kavana? Chayos eish bechinas chava Isha. So, Chayos Eish, which is Chash, Chash, and Mal. Chash is a representative of, because Chayos, we said, is Lushan of Chava, of speaking. Eish is Lushan of Isha. Hainu Bechinas Lushan Akaydesh Kanal. We said that, that Chava is Lushan of Dibur. And this uh, this idea, it's again, it's representative of Lashna Kaidesh, Mimalalais, Sha'al Yodo, that through Lashna Kaidesh, Mismalal Umishtaber Eish, Hamedura Shel Shivim Kaychavim. Like we tried to explain, that there's the Shivim Kaychavim, there's the Arla, there's the Klipa that's trying to hold back uh, the productivity, the posit- positive, the Noigaf from attaching itself to, uh, to MS. But however, when the Chashmal through Lashna Hakaidesh, Chava, Isha, that's Chava, through Lashna Kaidesh, through attaching ourselves to this idea of total MS, like we've been saying, that's where the Klipa is able to be, uh, be able to be subdued. We have, we're going to have to take stock a little bit of what we're holding in a second, so we're not totally lost. This idea Mal, chash, and mal, right? So mal, mem is 40, and lamed is 70 in gematria. That's 70. Zebachinas mal me chashmal. Sheimachinas medurah shel shivim kechavim. That chash, which is representative of Lashna Kaidesh, is able to subdue mal. That, that's the antidote. That's the counter to the fire of the 70. So that Lashna Kaidesh can negate the 70. What's the taiva that's kailo the 70? That's niuf. Lashna Kaidesh is the, uh, is what's able to counter that. Shenis malel Nisbatel lashon of mal is destructive to crush. Nismalel v'nisbatel ayde lashon hakaidesh that's able to be crushed and subdued through lashon hakaidesh ki al shemz and nikra lashon hakaidesh that that's why it's lashon hakaidesh that it's able to be meshaber it's able to break bin, uh, the the taiva of niuf ki kol mokom shatamaytze geder ervas erva atamaytze kedusha erva and kedusha countered each other really it's a uh, it's it's based on a Rashi. 
really bring uh, bring a medrash. The medrash says that Rav Yehuda ben Pazi says Minimanis Machaparshas Arayas Laparshas Kedoshim, and it teaches us that Kedusha. That Kedusha is the is where there's a gather. There's boundaries around Erva. Vaasi Kadad Rav Yehuda ben Pazi. Darmar Kol Mishu Gider Atzm Ben Erva Nikra Kadosh. Nikra Kadosh. So Kedusha is setting boundaries. Is 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 the one that overwhelms uh, this type of of Erva of Niuf. And again, so again, see Hashem Lashon Kadosh, Lashon Kadosh. Kedusha is the opposite of this type of a Taiva of Arayis. Ki Kol Mokom Shat Meitzay Geder Ervat Meitzay Kedusha. Vizet Shapirish Rashi Al Kenyazav Ish Es Aviv Es Imo Vedavak Beishto. That's why uh, Rashi Rashi is explaining. It says Lezosi Kare Isha, but it's not. The next words are not a continuation, but rather it's Ruach Hakodesh. Ruach Hakodesh uh, is really Lashon Hakodesh. We're going to say, but rather comes Ruach Hakodesh and says. Al of Ishes of Vesimo, he leaves his family, leaves the idea of Arias, Vidavak Beishto, and engages only with his wife, with Kedusha Mikan Net Sheneser Lehem Arias. Ruach HaKodesh Omeris Kain. This is Ruach HaKodesh, uh, this is Ruach HaKodesh that tells it to us. Ruach HaKodesh Hainu Lashon HaKodesh, which is Nirmaz in the word Isha. Kemai, because, right, what did we say? Al Kain uh, he should be davok in Lashna Kaidash, um, but and he should be davok in with with his isha with his wife and leave Arias kemai uberuach piv called tzvam. Like we explained that the world was created with Lashna Kaidash, uh, and the pasuk over here calls beruach piv. It calls. It's referring to Ruach Piv, to, to, this is where we say Ruach HaKadosh is the same as Lashna HaKadosh. So when we say that the Medrash says that it comes Ruach HaKadosh and tells this us, really it's representative of Lashna HaKadosh. So Ruach Piv, with the wind of his mouth, he, crea- he created, so we see that Ruach and Lashna are the same. And this Ruach leaves the uh, leaves the Peh with Dibor, Shalidei Lashna HaKadosh, Neser Veniskasher, Taiva Shal Taivas Neif. So it's Lashna HaKadosh that's able to bind, to able to put the Gedarim around the Taiva for uh, for Neif, for which is the Medura of the seventy nations, like we explained, we say that a person doesn't sin unless he's encompassed by Ruach Shtos. Ruach Shtos is really a taiva for Neif. Ruach HaKadosh. Uh, maybe we'll just go a drop weiter, and then we're going to, uh, and then we're going to stop. So really. Just to take stock of where we're holding, so we're not totally, uh, totally lost. We started off with a statement from Sifatitz Niusa, gave a little introduction, put that, put that aside. Then we started with a question why a person should go to a tzaddik. We said that the experience of encountering the tzaddik is not, uh, it's totally different in, you know, qualitatively from going to the tzaddik's talmidim or to going to somebody who heard from a tzaddik and certainly from reading in books. And this idea of encountering a tzaddik really can, can shine out what a person should do in terms of his own avodas. Then we said, well, how does a person reach this level of a Tzaddik or reach where his face is totally uh, is totally clear for that. So he said through Lashna Kaidesh. Why? And this is where we started going into it. The idea of Lashna Kaidesh being the ultimate in, in truth and the building blocks of the world and the counter to the uh, to the ultimate inclusive uh, inclusive idea of Taiva that incorporates all of the other forces. The Taiva of Neif incorporates all of the other cultures, all the other peoples, all the other nations, and the other distortions. And Lashna Kaidesh, Chashma, Lashna Kaidesh, Chava, Isha. This is what 
is 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 able to overtake Mal, the seventy nations, uh, and and this is where we're going in terms of how a person gets this level of being a tzaddik of of being able to reflect this. Vizah, we'll do one more one more idea. Actually, um, we're not. We're going to stop it over here, and then Be'ezus Hashem, we will uh, we will continue. Uh, we'll continue next time. Okay. Wow. Right. Uh, I don't know that we we uh, I didn't get as far as I thought I might have, but I think that we accomplished a tremendous amount, and hopefully it'll lay the uh, the basis for, uh, for 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 going forward and being able to put together a lot of these pieces.